didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sorry, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> Strangelabel.com. I am your host, Scab B. This show is brought to you by the AR-15 Assault Rifle. When you absolutely, positively got to kill every motherfucker in the classroom here in America, except no substitute. Try one today. <laughs> Coming up in the hour... I got music from Apollo Brown. We're going to talk about the Black Panther. We're going to talk about the Winter Olympics. And so much more. But first, I got to introduce my co-host. He's the Astaire to my Rogers. Yeah, yeah. He's the Harrison to my Andrews. <laughs> Making all the right moves. My main motherfucking man, Gene Techman is up in his bitch. What up, Gene? How the hell are you? Gene Techman is here. What's up, Scab D? How you doing today, man? Dog, I'm chilling. I am chilling. Yeah, man. Back in Seattle. Yeah, back in Seattle. Here I am in Detroit. It's been like rainy and rainy and crazy here, man. But uh, yeah, it's like uh, normally like that in Seattle, but it's raining over here in Michigan. But what up, though? Yeah, it's back home and it's cold as fuck Michigan where you are, right? <laughs> right, right. I had a great time. Had a great time. Yeah, it's great man. to see everybody, man. Yeah, yeah. We got to go kick kick it and catch up with the with the peeps, man. It was uh it was it was good to see you too, man. Yeah, man. Got together at uh, Lori's crib, Lori Wild. Yeah. Yeah. And uh her house is really nice. Yeah, it is. It is really nice. Yeah, I've never been doing, over there. Doing, doing big things, Lori. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, both her and Gloria have these, just these awesome little chill rooms uh, upstairs at their houses. Uh, I don't know what you call them. They're not bedrooms, though. It's just like one little room. You go upstairs, and it's just this cozy little room up there. It's just perfect for smoking weed and podcasting. Yeah, you know? yeah, and Lori, Lori, former podcast host with us, she's uh, talking about trying to do her own little podcast, and uh, you know she has the perfect little spot to do it. I think oh yeah, a great little room, and yeah, perfect. I agree. I think it's going to be a nice little, uh, nice little spot for her as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, 
yeah, we did record another episode. And uh, it took me forever to get it posted. Uh, just because, uh, you know, I didn't fucking get around to it, okay? You know? That's it. Yeah, I ain't a slave to this motherfucking show no more. That's it. But, uh, yeah, we're recording again tonight. So uh, what I'm uh, going to do is I'm going to release both episodes at the same time. You know, like a bonus. You know? ching, ching. Yeah, like use your illusion one and uh, use your illusion two. You get them both at the same time. Right? <laughs> the audience is getting a double dose of this fucking fake ass radio pimping this week. You know, <laughs> get it. So uh, I'm not sure what to make of the episode we recorded at Lori's, though. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's impossible to keep control of the conversation with all you motherfuckers there, man. <laughs> I lost control pretty quick. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's always like Seinfeld with you guys, man. It's always a, a show about nothing. Yeah, I, um, I have to say, like, uh, I, I think everybody wanted to, like, uh, meet your standard somewhere and uh, get as vulgar and raunchy as they could possibly get. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I won't. Uh, we won't say much more uh, about that, about the episode. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, two of us were completely normal. The night we recorded that. <laughs> Two of us were normal. One of us ate a giant blueberry weed muffin. Okay. And then one of us got fucking shit face wasted. Where's my shoes drunk? All right. So <laughs> I'll let everybody at home uh, listen to that one and figure out who's who in that episode. Okay. So, <laughs> so there you go. Uh <laughs> Again, that was a, that was a lot of fun, man. It was great to be home uh, with the crew. Um, we all went out to a fucking Pistons game too. A few days later, yeah. You didn't go. You couldn't go, but uh, the girls and I went, and uh, that was another good time. Another good time, man. Little Caesars Arena. Yeah. Uh, brand new arena. Great arena. LCA. Yeah, the uh, Detroit Red Wings and the Pistons have a brand new arena in downtown Detroit, and uh, it's really nice in there. Yeah. You been in there yet? I have not, man. I haven't had a chance to. Um, I've been planning on it, and uh, apparently uh, the Pistons games are uh, pretty vacant, my brother has told me, and uh, I would like to just check one out if I could. Yeah, man. I was going to say, there are not a lot of people in that motherfucker. Yeah. Not a lot of people. Where are all the fucking people in Detroit, man? Yeah. Where are they at, man? I don't man? know what the story is. I've heard, uh, I've heard people say, no, there were people there. They were just all walking around looking at the new stadium. No. And I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that's mm-hmm. the case. Nah, man. <laughs> it, I mean, it was a Monday night game and all that, but, I mean, there should be more people there than, than that. Yeah. The place was fucking empty. Mm. Man. I should have probably expected it, though. I've been watching some of these Red Wings and Pistons games on the TV here in Seatown. Yeah. And a place looks empty even on fucking television. Yeah. Right? Damn. Yeah, they got these big red seats in the arena that are they're almost illuminated on TV when they're empty. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah. yeah, I've noticed a lot of open seats games on television. Oh man. Yeah. And uh I also noticed that uh the game that we went to that all of the seats in the lower bowl on each side of the arena now have black seat covers on them. Oh, yeah. wow. Pretty much every seat, except the ones behind the hoops, had fucking seat covers on them. Black seat covers. 
So, uh, yeah, they're putting them things on the seats so the new arena doesn't look so goddamn empty on TV. Mm, yeah, somebody failed with their uh, user experience uh, standard there. They, uh, they fucked up the design of that arena. It's pretty fucking sad, man. It's sad nobody's coming out, man. Folks had a brand new arena downtown. Yeah. Brand new arena. Won't even go to it. Don't even go to it. I don't care how shitty the teams are. I wouldn't even give a fuck, man. I, I would kill for a hockey team or another uh, basketball team here in Seattle. I'd kill for that shit. <laughs> Do something on Monday night. Let's go see those goddamn Sonics. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we only got baseball and football. That's it, man. Yeah. What's the deal with Detroit, man? Is the fucking sports market too flooded in Detroit? I don't know. It could be. I've uh, I've heard stories of people from the city of Detroit boycotting the arena um, because they said they were supposed to provide so many jobs and they did not. And, you know, so I've heard like this. There's a there's a divide in the city of like who's attending to this new arena. Of course, that's where your home team plays. But I guess there's like a low key boycott in the city. I don't know. No I don't shit. know if that's the case. I don't know how strong that is the case of like how many people aren't showing up. I don't know if it's a, a fouled location or like you said, maybe it's too saturated. There's too many stadiums side by side by side in one spot. Maybe is it because the uh, Red Wings and the Pistons are kind of shitty. The team's yeah. got to be better for the people to come <laughs> yeah. out. Right. Is it that? Is it just better for them to say, fuck it and just have everything under one roof? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of stuck in thought there. Like, hmm, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm not sure what the fuck is going on in the D. But, um, you know, hopefully people start heading back down there, you know? It's getting nice down there again. You know why people don't go to that arena? Because they have a fucking Kid Rock restaurant in the fucking arena. <laughs> that is true. You think it's the Kid Rock restaurant? Yep, it has to be. <laughs> Once they associated with Kid Rock, people were like, nope, fuck that place. The American Badass Restaurant or whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. Man. They got the um, Marky Mark Burger down in uh, Greektown. Speaking of fucking uh, celebrity restaurants and shit. Yeah, Wahlburger. We, yeah, we went to that Wahlburger uh, before yeah, the game in Greektown. Man, that place is unbelievable. Ah, unbelievable, man. I was nice. in heaven. I was in heaven. You, you're gonna, You're going to hate it, but I love that shit, man. That shit is so tasty. Goddamn Wahlburger, man. I had a uh, a double bacon cheeseburger, and it was fantastic. You know, if you've listened yeah. to the show before, you know that's how I gauge a burger. I always get a double bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> Facts. No garnish, no burger set. You know, no lettuce, no tomato, none of that bullshit. Hell shit. And uh, that's how I gauge my burger, and this shit was fucking delicious. <laughs> Everything I ate was fucking delicious there, man. They had some, uh, yeah. yeah, they had some mac and cheese with some pulled pork on it that was bomb. What do they call that? Mac and cheese with pulled pork on it? Is there a name for that? Like Southern Mac or something like that? Yeah, that sounds good. I don't think that yeah. they have a set name for it, but that sounds pretty yeah. good. Southern Mac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put some South Carolina mustard on that shit. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. Lori got some uh, sweet potato tater tots. Ever heard of these? Oh, yeah. Sweet potato tater tots. I love sweet oh, potato tater tots. Yeah, normally I don't dig on sweet potato anything. Mm. They taste like shit by themselves to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these tots at the fucking Marky Mark Burger, these sweet potato tots, they uh, yeah. they came with some sort of 
like a strawberry jam on the side. And they were it's fucking amazing. Jam. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was this delicious, sweet strawberry jam. Delicious, fucking amazing. It was like warm, deep fried, jammy breakfast goodness. You know, nice. like I'd eat that shit for breakfast every day if I could. Sweet potato fries with a jam, no doubt. I usually have it with a spicy ketchup when I, when I do. See, it's like they're too sweet for ketchup for me. So to pair them up with something sweet is, is the only way to do it. And they have to be fucking piping hot, too. Yeah. Facts. So, yeah. Yeah. Sweet potato fries, sweet potato sauce need to be hot. Otherwise, they get, like, this weird texture to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. Fucking props to Marky Mark Burger for giving me this newfound appreciation for sweet potato fries and tots <laughs> and shit, man. They found a way. Put some jam on those motherfuckers, you know. Yeah, right. I, I never thought to do that. Yeah, like you, I just, I just always thought you just put ketchup on them, or uh, I don't know, fucking tartar sauce. People put tartar sauce on everything out here. I actually hate ketchup. Oh man, I don't mind ketchup. Yeah, ketchup is not my thing. Some motherfuckers put ketchup on mac and cheese. The only way I eat ketchup is if I put hot sauce on it. I, I need to I need to put tons of pepper or I need to put hot sauce in my ketchup and almost change its chemistry. Yeah, spice it up a little bit. That's what makes I, it good. I have to. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's too sweet. It's like a <laughs> tomato syrup to me, you know? Yeah, Gene Techman needs hot sauce for his ketchup and uh, Scab D needs strawberry jam for his uh, sweet potato fries. So, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Good shit. It was, uh, yeah, good shit on my uh, trip back to Michigan. Yeah, so, man. Uh, yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm back home now. I've been back home for like a week now, actually. Yeah. My best friend from Michigan actually flew back with me for his uh, first trip to Seattle. The boy Steve. Yeah, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's another reason why I didn't post our uh, Michigan episode that we recorded, man. I've only yeah. been in the garage studio once in two weeks. And uh, that was just to show homeboy all the work that we did out here. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I've hardly been out here. i just been doing hood rat stuff with my friend out here in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, showing him the fucking ropes in this great city of mine. <laughs> you know, did some shit. Uh, what did I do? I took him to the uh, Pop Culture Museum here. They've got a Pop Culture Museum. It's called the Mopop. Nice. And... Uh, I would say that was more of a treat for me because they have this Jim Henson exhibit going on right now. Nice. So, yeah, all of my favorite buddies are up in that motherfucker right now, man. Kermit and Scooter are there. Bert and Ernie are up in there. Yeah, and these nice glass cases. Grover, uh, the Count is there. Beaker and Bunsen. Oh, how cool. They had some fraggles up in there, too, man. They had Red and Wembley were there, too. So, uh... Yeah, it's awesome to see these fucking these things from my childhood. These these relics from my childhood, man. They had some uh, <laughs> dark crystal stuff there too. If you saw dark crystal and uh, labyrinth, oh, yeah. labyrinth too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, different vibe with those fucking movies. Yeah. A little darker and weirder than that fucking that dark crystal and fucking labyrinth. Dark Crystal was the, my shit. Yeah, I love the Dark Crystal. I, supposed to have, it was supposed to be coming out with a Netflix series. I heard that too. Yeah, heard that too. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah Labyrinth was cool too, man. Labyrinth had uh, David Bowie in it. Bowie. Yeah, that's right. I'm actually wearing a David Bowie shirt right now. Are you? 
Yeah. Museum had this uh, pretty neat photography exhibit for David Bowie going on. All the Mick Rock photos of David Bowie in the early 70s were uh, pretty much uh, part of this exhibit. <clears throat> Mick Rock is uh, he's a famous British photographer. Someone call him the man who shot the 70s. Mm. Yeah. He took a ton of pictures of uh, David Bowie back in the day and a bunch of motherfuckers. Bunch of motherfuckers. Sex Pistols, Queen. Yeah, so Mick Rock's pretty cool. Took some cool pics of David Bowie. That motherfucker was, uh, he was before his time, wasn't he? David yeah, Bowie, yeah. fucking dressing the way he did. Most definitely. He, uh, he definitely knew he was uh, his own star. That androgynous shit, Mike. Right. Androgynous. Motherfuckers probably thought he was crazy. Yeah, they did. These fuck girly boys running around and shit. Right, right. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here, man? <laughs> and little do they know, fucking shortly after that, rock and roll would be overrun with them. <laughs> yeah. Fucking girly boys. Yeah. Business would be overrun with androgyny. These fucking girly boys. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that or anything. <laughs> and we're just filled with Seinfeld references tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Speaking of girly boys, uh, <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I lost my fucking comb <laughs> when I was in Michigan. <laughs> oh, shit. My favorite comb. It was uh, <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. I got back here and I didn't know where it was. <laughs> I'm sure I like left that shit at Gloria's house somewhere. Or like even yeah. worse, I thought it fell out of my pocket in the airplane on the ride back. Oh yeah, I was fucking worried. Yeah, yeah, I, I know the feeling. I, I have picks. I have picks that I keep in uh, bags and pockets, and uh, I have a certain place for them because when they're not there, yeah, I have a little panic attack myself. Yeah, need that shit, man. Yeah. I'm like fucking. Yeah. I'm like fucking Vern and Stand by Me. I uh, yeah. always bring the comb. Yep. Need that motherfucking comb. Strength is my comb, Gene. Strength is my comb. Dumbo had his feather. <laughs> and Thor had his hammer. Scab D has his comb. Mine's my pick. Yeah. I've had this comb for years now. Years. It's a nice comb. It's irreplaceable at this point because the fucking label's worn off and I don't know who makes it. I couldn't even <laughs> get another one if I wanted to. <laughs> it's like this nice barbershop comb. <laughs> My, mine's, mine's a classic uh, metal prong pick with uh, a peace sign and a fist at the end of it. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I lost my fucking comb and shit, man. It was in my pocket, though. It was in my coat pocket. But I, it was yeah. a pocket that I really don't use on the, on the coat. So, yeah, I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> I'd be devastated if I lost my comb. Yeah. My shit always turns up, though, man. I've got a half-decent system of keeping track of my stuff. So, yeah. you know, I might lose something for a week, but then it always miraculously turns up. Yeah. So, Is it just the comb that you fucking have that's irreplaceable to you, or do you got, like, another small thing that you own that you would hate to misplace? Like, you'd, you'd be lost without it. No, no, actually, I, I used to be, but I, uh, I went through a transitional period when I just started letting go of everything, and I don't, I don't really have much attachment to much anymore at all. That's good, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can let things I can let things go a lot easier than I used to. I used to uh I used to keep things, sentimental things, and I had a eventually I had a an abundance of a little sentimental things. You know what I mean? And you could take anything in perspective and turn that into a sentimental thing. And uh yeah, eventually I just gutted all of that shit. I just had to get rid of it and now it's it's easier for me to manage mentally. So yeah, I don't really have much that I can't replace they just take pictures of everything yeah exactly that's all it is like you said it's just sort of uh once you get that sentimental thought the whatever thought makes you remember what it is that you're right. fucking holding on to yeah that's all it's really about so yeah take a fucking picture of the shit you know take a picture yeah. of your uh, ticket stub from the fucking first date you went on your broad exactly you know got right. a picture of it uh, keep it stashed away somewhere yeah, and that's ultimately what I've done. And I guess I've just become more efficient with keeping those memories if they're the, even that important anyway, you know what I mean? Good for you, man. Clean up the clutter. Yeah, get it out of there. Audience listening right now, I ask you this question, and uh, you feel free to tweet us at Fake Ass Radio or holler at us on Facebook. Do you have uh, a small item that you own that you would hate to misplace that uh, you, uh, you'd be lost without? Let us know. Holler at us with the hashtag sorely missed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Ah, shit. (laughs) Speaking of things sorely missed, the, uh, the winter Olympics are back around this year, man. Uh, you watching these? Hell yeah. (laughs) I love the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah, you might. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't have to fret anymore about missing their, uh, their beloved Winter Olympics, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's in uh, it's in Pyeongchang, yeah. Pyeongchang, South Korea, which is fucking fun as hell to say, right? Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang, man. Yeah. Normally I say Pyeongchang, and I'm usually loudly referring to the slow Asian driver on the road in front of me. Right? And now I, I say it, and I'm actually talking about a real country where something important is happening, right? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> but again, the uh, Winter Olympics are back for the motherfucking 2018, and yeah. uh, all your favorite winter sports are back in full effect, too. You got the snowboarding, you got the skiing, you got the long jump. And for yeah. some odd reason, curling. <laughs> <laughs> what a boring fucking sport this shit is, man. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's boring, but you know you watch it, too. I can't take my eyes off it. <laughs> but, but it's pretty fucking boring, though, man. Uh, oh, God, man. And I will say, aside from the Swedish curling team... Uh, the other guys curling these days look like some strange, nerdy motherfuckers, don't they? <laughs> oh, they all do. They all look <laughs> like they're socially awkward as fuck. Yeah. There was a couple, I think it was the U.S. team. There was a couple, the married couple on the U.S. curling team. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, how did they meet? Oh, of course it was curling. Yeah. But like, you, you have to be a weird curling type of person to meet another weird curling mm-hmm. type of person. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably don't look a lot of people in the eyes, you know. 
Right. <laughs> those Swedes, though, those fucking Swedes, they're uh, they're quite handsome, man. I don't know if you've seen these fucking Swedes. They're uh, they're not bad looking dudes, man. No, no, no homo or anything, you know. We we can uh, we can just spot our own. You know, you feel me? But uh, yeah, man, these other fucking curlers, uh, they're out there looking like some fucking axe murderers and shit. <laughs> that boring ass shit. <laughs> Got some bobsledding on the fucking Olympics, man. You know, bobsledding is the shit. That shit is yeah. great, man. Bobsledding. That shit is fast paced. Yeah, and you know what? I've uh, bobsledding is great. I saw a sport. You're going down the luge like bobsledding, but you're going head first on a sled, and I think this is the first time I've ever seen this. Oh, I've never seen that. Head first, yeah, like. Superman, arms to your side, like no, no, more like Iron Man, arms to your side, like man. Like, I, I just couldn't imagine going down head first. I gotta Google this, man. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's see who meddled in this. Insane. It's like solo bobsledding. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Frontward solo bobsled. Yeah. Insane. Man. I tell you. I think there should be bobsled racing in the Winter Olympics. There should be fucking. Like six sleds going fast down a, a big pipe. And then like the guys in the back of the fucking sled, they have clubs and they control the brake. <laughs> so they, they they get the brake and the club and then the guy up front steers. So I want to see that shit, man. I want to see the Olympic Committee start creating some new and ridiculous events. They already got the fucking frontward bobsled. They got another one where it's a uh, fucking skiing combined with like rifle shooting. You seen that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that man. one's that one's pretty good. You can do like cross country skiing, and then you stop and you, you have to hit a target with a rifle. Yeah, I'm not sure who the yeah. fuck came up with that shit, man. That shit is just dumb as fuck. Right. <laughs> it's like motherfuckers, like, all right, I'm gonna go ski, and now I'm gonna go shoot something. <laughs> right. And now I'm gonna go ski again. Motherfucker, might as well have to like ski down the hill and then make a grilled cheese sandwich. I guess this is hard. Like it might even be harder to fucking ski down a hill and then make a grilled cheese sandwich than it is to fucking (laughs) ski and then hit a fucking target with a rifle. Fucking dumbass shit. (laughs) Nobody want to watch that mess. People want to watch bobsled racing. Bobsled racing with clubs. That's that shit right there, man. They try to you try to smash the driver of the other sleds with a club and spin them out, right? You know, put some fucking helmets on them. They can wear helmets and shit. That's fine with me. But uh, I want to see six sleds going ninety miles per hour downhill, smashing into each other in a fucking big pipe. And guys with clubs fucking shit up, man. <laughs> It'd be like Mario Kart. Yeah, like Mario Kart. Yeah, whoever gets down the fucking hill first wins. Right. That's what I want to see, man. That's what I want to see. I got a fucking few ideas, man, for some new winter sports. That's just one of them. Bob sled racing with clubs. I got more. I got more, man. Get at me, Olympic Committee, man. Pick my brain. Pick my fucking brain. I might be able to spice things up a bit. (laughs) But uh, until then, as it uh, stands now, it looks like Norway, Germany, and Canada 
are winning most of the shit. All right, the U.S. of A. is sitting at fourth right now in terms of medals. But, uh, still a few days left, though, man. He's, uh, his games are running until Sunday, so. Yeah. Yeah. There might be some fucking women's figure skating left, too, man. Some of these fucking these bitches are fine as hell. Oh, my God. Man. The fucking, then a breeze. The breeze out there on the ice when they're moving around out there, man. It'd be lifting up them skirts, boy. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's always a good look. Yeah. Always a good look for me and my dick. So, <laughs> stay tuned for that, man, and uh, let's see what our boys and girls in the red, white, and blue can uh, can do before it's all over. Right? <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hi, I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hey, what's up? It's your boys, Scav and Gene from the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we have a message for all of our first-time listeners. Surely, at this point of the show, you gotta know that the Fake Ass Radio Show is bringing that real shit that most other podcasts simply cannot. That's why we invite you to listen to every single hilarious and filthy motherfucking episode of the Fake Ass Radio Show on the Podbean app, Google Play, or iTunes, or whatever platform you're using now. Every episode, every minute of the Fake Ass Radio Show is available now for your consumption. Now I can hear all of you asking yourselves, there's a lot of episodes out there, Scavenging. Do I have to listen to all of them? Yes, you absolutely motherfucking do. So start today and take in every hilarious moment of the Fake Ass Radio Show on the Podbean app, Google Play, iTunes, or whatever platform you're using now. Don't sleep on this shit. The Fake Ass Radio Show. That real shit. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show.
And we're back. Fake ass radio show. It's Scav. It's Gene. Your boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how we do. That's right, man. Keep checking us out on that Podbean, man. That's that new home. That's that new motherland. Holding it down. You know how we do. Yo. We do that good shit. We do that good music shit. You ready to get in some music? Let's get into them tunes, okay. man. You know it. Let's do this. We free the people with Sweet sounds for that ass <laughs> on the fake ass radio show. <laughs> Gene, what you got for me tonight, my friend? Uh, tonight, man, I got a I got a song from a young kid, young kid from uh, New York by the name of Bishop Nehru. Uh, he's a he's a dope little rapper, man. I I don't know. Are you familiar with this uh, MC Scav? I feel like I've seen this name before. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, he's his name is uh, still coming from an underground sound. He's um, you know, he's he's a young cat. I think he's in his early in his late teens at this point. And uh, yeah, he's, he has this um relationship with uh, my favorite rapper, MF Doom. Doom. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, this uh, this track uh, actually the video just dropped. And uh, I, I I love the song. I love the production by MF Doom. This is gonna be our Bishop Naru's new album called Elevators, which is expected to come out on March 16th. But uh, yeah, I think he's a great MC, and I think he's an awesome highlight to have on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D and G Techman. Bishop Naru, get it. Ah, uh, yeah, going down. Ah. Uh, I swear, life just ain't fair And I could barely gather up enough feelings to care They wanna see us at the bottom, so I had to prepare Cause like I'm third wheel and I know I don't wanna be there I moved wild but aware since a child knew that I would be here I said it loud, still nobody were here But if a tree falls in the forest, then you ain't near Does it still make a sound or will sound disappear? Huh? Exactly, just as I expected Knew if I kept dropping, they'd hear it at any second They thought I would be second, but nah I'm not settling, I'm moving nomadic I ain't packing any estrogen, I had to man up View the world from a second list Now what I do, they jack it like Letterman So honestly, it don't bother me You want better than I make songs that change thought It's far better, man, I'm extraterrestrial You think we better, man My 5-5-D and the third locks me in So I be feeling like I gotta win You ride a mess and ride a men's I gotta end your juices, man, it made my lip again I'm infinite, like I'm unsigned Eminem Yeah, I've been torn like limb from limb Was sleeper, now reaper like Mr. Grimm Yeah, I made the cut like I went and tripped Now I blow them all away like tents and winds Still I'm here, lonely and the craftiest Probably the saddest, but his music is the happiest Bro is the nappiest, I'm trying to be the savviest I get that we hit and connect like magnets I'm never dragging it, they think that I am I've been thinking passionate, it's like the pain's an exam Closed off like the cabinets, it's just who I am Giving a damn, I guess it's a habit of man Look, I aim high like two socks I'm trying to shoot for the sky like it's rooftops I know that they can see the rise like new stops So I'm headed for the rooftops, headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops, headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops I've been headed for the rooftops, yeah Yeah 
That shit is nice. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's a be- he's a beastie rapper, and over that doom beat that just like makes you boogie. You know what I mean? That doom beat <laughs> is out cold, man. It is out cold. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward doom beat. Like it, it sounds very polished for yeah. the normal MF Doom beat. Like the drums and uh, the the samples are pretty dead on. He usually chops his shit up with that MPC. It sounds really chopped up a lot of the time with him. But yeah. uh, he's still finding those good fucking loops to fuck with, though, man. And that's yeah. a prime example. And my man still got it. No, he oh, has it all. I can't <laughs> wait to fucking hear another Doom solo record, man. Oh, God. He is the rap god to me, man. He just mm. has the entire package. Mm. Goddamn. Doom. But yeah, that's Bishop Naru. Yeah, Bishop Naru, man. He's uh he's dope, man. Yeah. He's dope. Yeah. This this will be his second project he's done with uh, MF Doom now. So, you know. What was the first one? Naruvian. And uh it looks like it came out uh 2017 January 28th. So uh yeah, he's uh he's he actually dropped a project uh in December as well called uh Emperor Naru's New Groove. <laughs> and that came <laughs> out uh that came out December 15th of 2017. So yeah, he, uh, he dropped two albums in 2017. He's getting ready to drop another one this March. So he's put in work. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's put in work. I knew I knew his name somewhere. Yeah. I knew it. So. Scav, uh, what, you, what you playing tonight, man? What you got? Tonight, I am going to play a pair of guys. This is Detroit. And uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan collaborating here. And uh, I am talking about Guilty Simpson and Apollo Brown. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, my man, Guilty Simpson, MC. Dude's made quite a name for himself working with great producers like uh, Mad Lib. And then uh, the producer, Apollo Brown, has made a hell of a name for himself by doing beats for other great MCs. Like yeah. uh, Wu Tang Clan's Ghostface Killer, yeah. So uh, yeah, here we find them uh, both putting their best foots forward. Foots, right? They foots. <laughs> so uh, from the uh, already classic 2012 album Dice Game, this is Guilty Simpson and Apollo Brown. This song's called Change. The whole album is nice like this. Fake ass radio show, Scab D and Gene Techman. Wisdom can only come if you access the dimension of your thought in yourself. It's good. It's called change. I got a little something for you, man. Family was a low blow, so 
deeper in the bottle he goes And every day powders his nose fade Heard the wife found a replacement With a nice bank statement he can't win Make him wanna call it quits Get a bottle of pills and take all the shit And when he asks whose fault is this And the answer came He realized there's a chance to change Come on What do you do with nowhere to go? Pain of this life is killing you slow Not too many highs and the slows Nowhere to go Nowhere to go, yo, nowhere to go, she's homeless, saving for a hit of that blow, to a kid she's a no-show, they only see her clean in a photo, yeah, shell of a woman that was provided, when the divorce came, the kids sided, that's when the dream and life collided, losing the family was a low blow, so Deeper in the bottle she goes And every day powders her nose fading uh, Heard the hubby find a replacement With a pair of fake tits she can't win Makes her wanna call it quits Get a bottle of pills and take all the shit And when she asks whose fault is this And the answer came She realized there's a chance to change Come on What do you do with nowhere to go? This life is killing you slow Not too many highs and the slows Nowhere to go Yeah, with nowhere to go It's called change Talk to him. Guilty Simpson. Apollo Brown. Change. Fake ass radio show. Scab Eugene Tackman. Buckle, buckle, buckle. Yeah. That's a good fucking song, man. That's a good fucking record. Change. Change is inevitable. You have to change. It's the only thing that is consistent. Change. Things must and always do change, my friend. Facts. There you go. Facts. Well, Gene, I uh, I have some good news. What is that, my friend? I think I've found where Seattle hides all their black people. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, they were all at the three thirty screening of Black Panther this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, they were all there. The brothers are out in full force for this one, right? I would say. Did you see this Black Panther yet? I did. I did. Yeah. I went to go see it uh, Sunday, Sunday night this past weekend. On some fucking positive black superhero type shit, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm seeing motherfuckers are putting on all their finest, like, Zamunda garb. <laughs> yeah. To go out and yeah. see this shit, man. Fucking say it yeah. loud, baby. Say it loud. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> I liked the shit. I liked it. Yeah, I, I it. thought it was great too. Yeah. Man. Decent story. Decent yeah. story. Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was a nice rollout. I like Michael B. Jordan's character. 
I gotta say, this is this is definitely one of those superhero movies that's taking itself seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This ain't Thor 3, man. This ain't no jokes and shit. Like, this movie pretty much has no humor in it at all. It's just a very serious tone for most of the movie. I think there's, like, one funny scene in the movie where Homegirl is, like, chasing some bad guys, right, mm. in a car, and uh, these guys blow her whip up with her in it, <laughs> right? And then she, uh, I don't know, somehow hilariously, like, rolls up in this blowed-up car, which is pretty much now nothing but a seat. So she kind of oh. rolls in a frame in her seat. That was pretty fucking funny to see. But other than that, there wasn't a lot going on in the humor department. I thought there was a couple of funny scenes. There was the scene uh, where she was introducing him to the uh, the suit, and uh, he kicked it, you know, and then uh, the, the energy bounced back at him. He flew across the room, and, you know, you better delete that because it was being recorded the the one of those line at his sandals, you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, like, I remember that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there was a little, there was a, there was, that was a humorous, <laughs> a humorous segment of the movement. All right, movie. so there's like two funny parts <laughs> of the movie. But yeah, man. Other than that, it's completely void of humor. Yeah. So the music is great. Yeah. The music is fucking fantastic, great. man. You get this like. There's like your big epic composed score with the strings and the horns and all that shit. But like for yeah. this movie, they took that and they threw it over this really trapped out hip hop beat. Right? So half the movie is this really emotional, but also kind of gangsta ass composition. Right? I don't know if you know this. Have you listened to the Black Panther soundtrack? Yeah. Those were the few of the tracks that were in the movie, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Number one on Billboard right now. Damn, nice. Yeah. Killing it. The other half is like the African drum, tribal, Lion King shit, right? Which I also liked, <laughs> you know? I like Paul Simon and all that shit. So, uh, yeah, there's a good balance to the styles of music in this movie. Yeah. Couple of good action scenes in this motherfucker too, like the uh, you know the car chase and I was talking about earlier, and uh, there's some fight scenes that are decent, not bad. Uh, they got women beating the fuck out of some dudes in this movie, man. Yeah, yeah, the the, the women, the soldiers, women soldiers. Yeah, man, they are yeah. fucking. The women are strong in this movie. Yeah, totally strong as fuck, man. Shit's like like Wonder Woman times five. Yeah. With the fucking women folk. That bald-headed girl is fucking shit up with that spear. He's <laughs> <laughs> like tearing shit up, man. She yeah. fucking spears a car at one yeah. point, man. Spears a fucking car. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spears, spears a car, and yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, we won't tell you how that all goes down, but uh, yeah, fucking she right. spears a fucking car. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Special effects are good. Special effects are good. It didn't look too false to me. I guess these days it's kind of hard for me to be able to tell what's bad CGI anymore because, frankly, there's too much. They're so advanced. They're so advanced now. It's become seamless. You don't notice. Yeah, it there's anymore. so much yeah. being used in these yeah. superhero movies. It all looks the same to me. Right. right. Yeah, they're being—they're doing a fucking 
pretty good job these days. Right. Visually, they can do anything now. You know, I mean, Snapchat for crying out loud. I mean, you could look like you could look like Donald Trump and have a moving mouth and eyes and blink and everything. You know what I mean? Like they can uh, they can do anything with big screen now. You know, visually, there's no limits. You know, I honestly couldn't tell that they CGI'd Superman's mustache off in Justice League. I honestly couldn't. Like <laughs> watching the actual movie, no. No, but that, you know, of course the shit's going to be fucking noticeable if you take a screen grab of it, and put it up on the internet, you know, that's just a single frame. That shit ain't moving. But when the movie's playing, I can't tell. So I think the CGI wasn't that bad in that movie, but yeah, it wasn't for Black Panther either. I didn't notice anything. I didn't notice anything shitty. Are you allowed to say anything shitty about this movie, Gene? Sure. Will the black people kill me if I don't put some respect on this movie? No, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. This movie was okay. It was just okay, man. It, it wasn't great. I liked it. I didn't love it. But uh, I think what I do love is the fact that it, it seems to be bringing the black folk to the movies in a, in a positive way. Uh, that's actually getting reported about, right? Because mm. it seems like for decades now, if you hear about black people going to the movies and the news, like, it's usually not something good going on, man. Motherfuckers are usually getting shot at the theater or something like that. Yeah. So I think this is great to see black people coming together uh, and they're coming out in droves to the theaters and just being totally proud of what they're going to see and they're dressing up in the costumes and, and shit while they're doing it, right? And that's just a fucking good look. It's a good look to me. Yeah, I um, I thought it was great. And um, I uh, was familiar with the backstory of Black Panther in the first place. So uh, as, as Stanley wrote the character in, the character was written to uh, bring African-Americans to the comic book platform. So yeah, everything that it was about was to bring people, you know, of African descent, you know, to reading comic books. But Stanley also had a uh, a very uh, apparent writing of uh, equality as well. And um, the, I guess the biggest thing I see within this movie is what was brought out with the original comic book scripture, you know, was to bring a different platform of visual to African-Americans and uh, not have the nitty gritty that is reported, like you're saying, you know, uh, as if there's shootouts every single time black people go out, you know, and there was a uh, there is a story of this king, you know, which in the Marvel Universe, the wealthiest Marvel character that there is more than Tony Stark, more than Bruce Wayne, you know, all, all of them combined. And uh, to have a different perspective that we see of black people across our nation was uh, the purpose of this character and to see people come out and be proud of who they are and their heritage and, you know, things that are actually told to be kept in the back of the restaurant, the back of the bus that people don't get to see. And now you get to see an exposure of uh, the inside of a black person's home that you might not be able to visit what some of their art and some of the things on their walls and some of the things that they call beautiful looks like. Yeah, they're, they're, they came out in full display to see this movie, which is also 
a wonderful display of art of a African-American king being placed on the, the character platform of Marvel Comics. I myself, I can relate, and I thought it was an excellent movie. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I liked it too. Again, I didn't love it. I just love what it's doing for the culture, man. Love it. Yeah. Seeing black people dressing up in the fucking Zamunda garb. Right? <laughs> it's just like us goofy white motherfuckers when we go out to see like Harry Potter and shit, man. It's kind of <laughs> the same thing. See, we're all the same. All the same. We're all goofy as shit. All goofy as shit. And the Black Panther is right. He's right. We got a lot of got a lot of work to do, man. We gotta do a better job at taking care of each other. And uh we gotta Gotta treat the human race like we're one united tribe. Right? That's the message they conveyed in this movie. And uh, it's like the message they convey in a lot of movies that we gotta start treating each other better and all that good stuff. If there's one thing I took away from this movie, it's it's that. They uh they really drove that shit home for me personally. And mm-hmm. uh the message is strong mm-hmm. in this movie, Gene. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, Marvel they they flipped the script here. And uh, all in all, yeah, this movie's this movie's different from all the other superhero movies and it's uh it's a pretty good look, man. Pretty good look. And uh yeah, they've they've set him up, this Black Panther character up for all sorts of cool shit in the future. Like you said, he's fucking more powerful than Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark. So yeah, I'ma stay tuned. Yeah, I know for a fact they're going to roll out multiple movies with his character. I mean, uh, this is the fifth biggest movie of all time in opening weekend. I mean, it broke records all over the place. Um, I think it brought in $400 million in the first four days. Damn. Something something ridiculous, nice. you know. And uh, and I think it's, I personally, I think it's super cool that Marvel is daring enough to... Uh, you know, flip the script and have a character and put so much finance into developing a character. $200 million budget for this movie, Yo. you know, is, is, is huge. And, uh, and, and again, there's records all over the place. I mean, the depth that they went into to study, um, you know, African culture, you know, the, the continent of Africa from, from the architecture of the mask and, you know, the, uh, the, the female soldiers were actually, uh, from a particular tribe and a lot of their dress that they were wearing are from their tribe. And I don't know, inside out, I, I thought this shit was cool, man. And backstory with the actors, Michael B. Jordan and, uh, the main character that played Black Panther, they played one character like season, mid season change. They swapped them out. So one black dude for another black dude. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't yeah, happen a lot. Yeah, yeah. So they played the same character. It's kind of interesting, but yeah, I thought the movie was great, man. I loved it. Good villain, good villain yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Killmonger, I think his name was Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was dope. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I'm staying tuned. Staying tuned to the Black Panther. Yeah. He's gonna be back in May for the next Avengers movie. Yeah, most definitely. Infinity War. Yeah. That's what's next for him. So, yeah. We'll see how they do them. Yeah. We'll see how they keep doing them. Yeah. So. There's, a, there's a, quite a few Marvel movies coming out. They got that uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's coming out. And uh, Infinity War. I mean, damn, that's, uh, that's, that's three Marvel movies uh, before half the year is over. <laughs> Curious to see what happens next, man. Curious to see. Yeah, me too, man. I can't, wait, too, for this. I can't wait for this next Avengers. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's going to be dope, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. A lot of people in it. 
Yeah, I got to catch up on uh, Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy, man. I need to watch Guardians of the Galaxy too. Second one's good. Yeah, that's what I heard. Soundtrack's not as good, but the movie yeah. itself might be better than the first one. Yeah. So there you go, Black Panther. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm gonna give a solid B plus. Yeah, I'm. I'm going A plus for me. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, it's what I, I. I have to say it's one of my favorite movies. It's in my top five. Easy. I, I'm going to see it again. And uh, yeah, there was just so much about it. I. I loved it. That's what's up. Yeah, and I love comic book movies. You know what I mean? Like I, I love Iron Man. I love. I love Incredible Hulk. I love uh, Batman. You know and. Uh, and I like I, I just I just thought this was an excellent, well written, well put together comic book movie. I mean, I, I think the last Spider Men were stupid as fuck to be honest with you. <laughs> in any in any light compared to this particular movie, that's just my opinion. Though know? Homecoming, yeah, Homecoming was cool, but I just found so many flaws in it. I just didn't love it. You don't like Michael Keaton. Actually, I did. I thought it was. I actually thought it was. I thought it was a good movie. I didn't dislike it, but I just found flaws in it. Just, I just didn't love it. See, I'm the same. I liked Black Panther more than I liked uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. So there you go. Yeah, yeah you know. I so. give uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming a B. Yeah, I, I would too. I give it a B. And it was. It was good. You know, like I, I did not like it. Right. It was. It was cool to see the incorporation with like the other movies get tied in, you know, with this, you know, Tony Starks and yada, yada, but you know, perspective is everything. I'm, I'm excited to see the movie again. I'm actually taking my nephew to see black Panther and, uh, you know, I just want to, I guess, take it in again, man. Do it up. I'll probably do the yeah. same thing, man. I got this movie pass, yeah. man. It cost me $10. I go see this fucking movie 31 times in 31 days. If I want to, I got movie pass too. And unfortunately you can't do that. You can only watch the movie once. Really? Yep. <laughs> It won't let me check in to see the movie again. Nope. Only you can only watch the movie once. You can watch any other movie, any other, you know. What? Any you can watch any other movie, but you can't watch the movie same movie twice. That's bullshit. Be, yeah, it has to be two D. Can't watch any three D movies right. either. I don't like three D yeah. anyways, man. It kind of fucks with my eyes. But yeah, I don't really care for it either anymore. Yeah, I don't need bells and whistles and shit. Oh yeah. man, that's bullshit. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I have one too. I've uh, I used it to see Black Panther myself, and uh, yeah, you, you can't watch the same movie twice. So if I go again, I got to pay out of pocket. Motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers. Well, God, I'll be, ca- I'll be catching that. Uh, I'll be catching that Ant Man and the Wasp <laughs> in that Infinity War, though. Right, <laughs> hey. man. Fucking Kate. <laughs> Fucking Kate from Lost in that motherfucker, man, looking all fine as hell and shit. <laughs> People say that my lady looks like Kate from uh, Lost. So there you go. Let's keep it going with the music. Let's close out. What you got for me next? Uh, tonight I have a uh, I have something very simple. It's a group called Everything Is Recorded. Hey, everything is recorded. Everything is recorded. It's like a podcast and shit. Kind of like a podcast. Everything is recorded. Yeah. So my voice is being recorded on this podcast, and this is Everything Is Recorded, and the name of the song is Everything Is Recorded, off of their album, Everything Is Recorded. That's what you This is being recorded Everything. on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D and Gene Techman.
Writing on the wall is everything's recorded Looking through my grievances I wonder where this girl is I'm trying to find what I've already found And I was going through Every single moment Right down from my shoelace For the first time we said Thank you.
this shit isn't on the uh, the Black Panther soundtrack? It is not. <laughs> that shit sounds like pretty, pretty, uh, pretty epic, but also kind of gangsta <laughs> and trapped out <laughs> at the same time. Everything is recorded. Very easy to remember, man. That's just the, the fucking the title. Title. The title, the, the album, the title, and the song. Cut, artist, song, the whole kit and caboodle. Just get it. God damn. All right, well, shit. I got one more song tonight. What you got, man? Couple of our buddies. You've known them for a while. Uh, I'm talking about Doc Illingsworth and Self Says. Yeah. I've played Self Says on the show before. I've made yeah. uh, uh, I made a beat for Self Says back in the day. Self's the homie. Yeah. Charles. Doc Ellingsworth's the homie, too. For sure. So, yeah, they, they've done some shit together. Uh, I'm going to play some shit they did, I believe, 10 years ago at this point, man. Uh, the song's called Trips to Japan. And I've always just liked the vibe on this song. Uh, Doc Ellingsworth is on the beat, and he's going to be on the first verse. And then uh, my man Self Says comes in. Uh, like a young Breezley Bruin up in this bitch. So peep this shit out right here, man. Couple of the homies from the D. All right. Fake ass radio show. Scav D. Gene Techman. Playing some Michigan shit tonight. Doesn't give you a pass to act destructively At least that's what I say around company Rappers and gamblers at heart Compulsively itching for the pill And not knowing what the results will be Taking meaningful jobs that we can quit easy Eating inexpensive meals minus nutrients Barely surviving off the wages that we get weekly But the opposite feels better than not doing shit They only love you if your story is the juiciest If you appear to be the nucleus of things dubious We lit doobies up Got woozy drunk and licked boobies up And scooping up the coochie Cut the lifelong mystery, gets who to trust We tracking clues, dodging groupies and truly sus, puny must. The avenue is crowded, you gotta make your own way around it To see adversity surmounted Go ahead and sip if you can, check the Hennessy game I'm taking trips to Japan on the rickety plane It's like Watashi no Namaya Wadak Desu Watashi no Namaya Wadak Desu Go ahead and sip if you can, check the Hennessy game I'm taking trips to Japan on the rickety plane yeah, try to ball out, buy the whole bar out, but slipping on the chips to get you up about the impound. Thought you were stars like your daddy, but baby ain't your pappy. Try focusing on things that make you happy. A reevaluation of what's happening, exactly. Money makes the world go round. Parking saw life slow down. In the red light, negative balance. Oh, a lot of this, gotta pay on that end. Tips to try to get ahead, just to get a few steps behind. This is how it's designed. Easy to be on someone to all four No high fives, this is real life In times I'm like nickel and diamond When you want change, but dang, that's all you got Money makes a man insane Have him doing all types of crazy things A hundred grand, candy bars Foreign lands, bridge cars Matashi don't know my own self to sue Matashi don't know my own self to sue A hundred grand, candy bars Foreign lands Rich cars, you know the self to 
Says Doc Illingsworth, co owners, fake ass radio show. <laughs> Scab Dean Gene Techman, Trips to Japan is the name of that one. Trips to mm-hmm. Japan, always good to hear the homies. Yeah, there you go. There we are. Man, it's snowing like a motherfucker tonight out here in Seattle. Man, I can't believe it. It's crazy. The weather's flip-flopped. It's uh, it's, it's kind of nice here in Michigan right now. See, this is some bullshit, man. It just kind of started snowing a little bit when we uh, sat down to record. And now there's about two inches out there. This shit is sticking. Yeah, that's crazy. If this shit hangs around overnight, man, there's going to be a lot of shit closed out here tomorrow, man. Motherfuckers don't play with that snow. They just close up and ain't nobody coming out. Yeah. The city shuts down. <laughs> oh god damn fuck yeah our weather's flip-flopped right now man we just got hit with a heat wave it was like 61 degrees the other day bullshit man it's bullshit yeah Fe- february it's been february. nice here the last couple of days to be honest it's been sunny yeah. there were a few days where there was some sunshine and it was probably 50 60 degrees oh god damn yeah. man yeah we went to the yeah we went to the museum that was a nice day it was fucking clear skies yeah probably see rainier in the back i don't know but, uh, anyways, yeah, goddamn weather. Fuck. Let's we'll see how this shit develops. Mm-hmm. More on that. <laughs> anyways, I'd say that's about an episode right there, my friend. Yeah. So, yeah, learned a lot. Olympics still going again until Sunday. All right. We still going to be on all those good apps for you to listen to the pod being the iTunes, the Google Play. And, uh, we're still going to be looking for those iTunes reviews also. We uh know it. yeah we switched our uh, had to switch our iTunes feed from uh, the SoundCloud to the Podbean so we lost all of the reviews that we had they just started us over and there's no way to get those back so uh, if you left us a review in the past go ahead and do that shit again because it's not there anymore so uh, your first effort was wasted so you have to do it again uh, and do it for yourself. <laughs> but also do it, do it for us too, please. Because uh, I guess the iTunes reviews help. I don't know how, and uh, even if they did, I probably don't care anyways. But uh, so yeah, get back on there, please. Hook us up, and uh, podcasters, if you're fucking giving us the iTunes reviews, uh, I'll go on there and read them someday. So uh, let me know who you are, and I'll gladly return the fucking favor. Okay, I can do this iTunes review shit too. All right. I know how to write nice words. <laughs> so do something nice for the fake ass radio show. We'll do something nice for you. All right. Fake ass radio show up on that social media too. holler at us on the Facebook. Give us that big blue thumbs up. Let us know that you like us and then follow the ever loving shit out of us on Twitter. Where can they find me? You ask. 
<laughs> yeah, man, I somehow stutter stepped us, man. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> yeah, but enough about the dumbass fucking show, man. Motherfuckers want to know where can they find you, Gene? You know where they can find me? At my name. My name is Gene Techman. G E A N T E C H M A N. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Get at me. I'll talk to you. Peace. But Scav, 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 Scav. Where, where, where can they find you, Mr. Scav Dizzle, sir? I am also all over the interwebs. Give me a Google search, man. Short for Scavenge Detroit. And uh, check out what you find, man. It's probably a page and a half worth of Google on me. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. With that. I'm Scav. And I'm Gene Techman. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or morning. Whenever you're listening. However you're listening. Wherever you're listening. Whether it be on your way to work. If you're uh, sitting on the toilet and you're just playing with your phone. We're glad that you are listening. Thank you. Sorry. Your, your, toilet, your toilet shit threw me because it was funny. We're glad that you are listening. Just keep listening. Thank you very, very much. Good day. Bye.